0: Visit Carvana.com to finance your next car. Financing subject to credit approval. Delivery fees may apply.
2: more details. Senator, nice to be with you today, and we have got two major topics to talk about. Obviously, Hunter Biden and the possibility he may actually show up. I want to get your prediction on that, but not yet. Before we get to that, I want to deal with something that happened at the White House and also the way that it's covered by the media. We had these pro-Palestinian protesters trying to storm the White House. This has somehow become normal. That concerns me on its face. But we also had I think what was even more shocking is just how the media that did cover it kind of downplayed it like, oh, it wasn't that big of a deal. Yeah, they're pushing on fences. Yeah, they're throwing bottles. Yeah, they're saying blank Joe Biden. I worry about this from what could happen in the future if this becomes the new norm. Does it concern you at all?
3: So it does. This is a story of escalating extremism. This is a story of threats of violence. This is a story of law enforcement applying double standards. This is a story about our exposure to real and serious terrorism, and it's a story about the media uh, silencing any narrative they don't like. I just want to ask you this as you're sitting here listening to this podcast over the weekend. Did you watch any six o'clock news that said today pro-Hamas protesters stormed the White House? You didn't, and there's a reason you didn't because none of the news covered it. But take a look at the video at what happened this week, and this is at the White House. So i got to say that that is some of the most concerted let's-go Brandon I have ever heard. Yeah. Let me ask you something. If the same scene had played out, except instead of screaming F. Joe Biden, they screamed the same thing about Donald Trump. How do you think CNN would have handled it?
2: In a very big and very different way. They would have actually covered it probably wall to wall, probably live, probably would have been at the White House and showing it.
3: Uh, You know, same thing, ABC, NBC, CBS. And yet when they agree with the protesters it's not news. Now, there you see them screaming. There you see them slamming into the fences that are guarding the White House. There you see them trying to push them over.
2: You can see bottles being thrown over, rocks being thrown over for you guys that are listening to audio only, and they're throwing them at the White House complex and also at the Secret Service and Capitol Police there. And this is the double standard, I think, as well. If a conservative group was doing this it would also be wall-to-wall live coverage certainly on cable television that there was a you know right to life group which they wouldn't be doing this throwing bottles throwing rocks and then they would be using the word insurrection their favorite word and they would be demanding that there would be lots of arrests
3: so so let's be clear if you walk out today and you walk out on any public street and you pick up a rock and you throw it at a police officer what's going to happen
2: you you would hope that that person—I say hope because you yeah. never know anymore—would be arrested.
3: In any sane world, they will throw your butt to the ground, they will put you in handcuffs, and they will arrest you. You don't get to throw rocks and bottles at police officers or at Secret Service agents. Um, in this instance— We see the protesters in the video for those of you that are not watching the video there are multiple rocks there are multiple bottles being flung over the fence straight at the law enforcement and right in the background is the white house i mean this is this is right on the lawn of the white house where these protesters are throwing rocks are 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 throwing bottles and then take a look at this next video
2: this is the one that concerns me the most because there seems to be real momentum, center of, of actually breaching the White House. They're trying to breach. They, they're screaming, break it down. You can hear them there. I mean, th- this is... This so is, the
3: mob is surging. So yeah. if you're not watching this video, uh, the, the, there is, is temporary fencing erected outside the White House that they put up presumably because they knew that this protest slash riot was going to happen. And you see the mob surging and trying to tear it down. Now, they didn't succeed in this instance, uh, although the public reports are that they damaged the fencing, but they didn't manage to tear it down. But I got to say, if, if you're Hamas and you're watching this and you say, wait a second, it's that easy to almost tear down the fence that gives you access to the White House? What kind of invitation is that for terrorism? especially, look, all right, fine, you're throwing rocks, you're throwing bottles at police officers, you are trying to push down the gate, you're coming close to pushing down the fence. Uh, Actually, hold on, there's one more video you can see where they're climbing the fences, so take a look at this
2: video. And also throwing things over the fence, you can see them trying to remove a piece of the fencing there. Uh, If you're not getting to watch this, there's, there's sections of this fencing, and you can see where one of them has become... Uh, disengaged from the other piece of the fence, and that's the weakest link now in this fence. And that's where all the Secret Service and Capitol Police apparently have surged to protect that so that people can't get through that basic gap where there's no weakness there.
3: And there you can see one one of the riders climbing the fence, trying to get over the fence. Look, on one level, we should be grateful there have been no reports of injuries of officers, so that's good. I'm very grateful that assuming there were no injuries, that's that's a good thing. When you're flinging rocks and bottles at officers, that's an invitation to violence, and it, it may be that these protesters just have a lousy aim. I, I don't know. But what is striking is in the face of this, what's also been reported, is that there were zero arrests. So you can go and try to tear down the fence at the White House. You can go throw rocks. You can go and throw uh throw bottles you, you can try to climb over the fence and nothing happens to you and and contrast this to the massive expenditure of law enforcement efforts going after january 6th after every peaceful protest mind you uh the department of justice has made clear the u.s attorney in d.c has said they are going after and trying to prosecute people from january 6th who did not engage in violence and who did not enter the capitol yeah so, so at this point, they're saying, if you stood in a place that we've determined you're not allowed to stay, even though you didn't enter the Capitol, even though you engage in no acts of violence, we're coming and breaking down your door and we're going to arrest you. It is, at this point, blatant, brazen. They are not hiding it. January 6th is their excuse to persecute the political opponents of the president. And let's be clear, look, the same thing is true whether you're pro-Trump, pro-Biden or pro-Hamas or pro-Black Lives Matter. If you are engaged in peaceful speech, that is protected by the Constitution. If you are engaged in violence, that is not. What is striking here, they don't arrest you if they agree with what you're doing. And, and, And this scene at the White House, it's reminiscent of what happened at the courthouse, the federal courthouse in Portland, where night after night after night, there was an assault on the courthouse. There was an assault on the courthouse that involved throwing throwing rocks, throw, throwing projectiles at law enforcement, throwing essentially Molotov cocktails and firebombs at the courthouse using industrial strength lasers trying to blind law enforcement. There were multiple law enforcement officers injured at the Portland courthouse. And again, what did the local police do? Nothing, because the Democrats there are perfectly willing to allow violent protesters to attack and injure law enforcement if they agree with their policies. The same thing is true here, and because the media is celebrating with these protesters, they're not telling you about this kind of assault at the White House.
2: There's a national security aspect of this, and you mentioned a moment ago, but I, I go back to the, the opening scenes of of the movie Argo, which is the true story about... Uh, great, great movie, by uh, the way. Phenomenal movie, and the opening scene, if you've never seen it, go watch it. Uh, and it's so realistic to what actually happened that day in Iran, where they were protesting day after day. Yep. And the protests set, kept getting bigger. And then it was all of a sudden, get over the gate. Then it was the gates were let open. And then you had the the entire hostage situation that took place. I see this. It's like you're one w- weld away from a, a, a fence breaking, yep. a barrier breaking, and then it's all hell breaks loose. And yet we're tolerating it on a level that is terrifying to me from a national security standpoint, as you mentioned. What if you're Hamas? What if you're Hezbollah? What if you're other terrorist groups that have come across the southern border? You, you're learning from this. There's no way they don't watch this and learn from
3: it. Look, the, the, that's exactly right. And it's important to understand the media angle. You know, a podcast we did a couple of months ago was entitled CNN is Hamas's Air Force. So is ABC. So is MSNBC. If you didn't watch or listen to that podcast, you ought to go back and listen to it. I was actually looking and, and it's one of our top 10 podcasts we've ever produced. So, so so people really downloaded it. That one is available on audio. All of our podcasts are available on audio. But that one we did just like this one we're doing right now as a video podcast. And so you ought to actually go download The YouTube, by the way, when you do it, subscribe to the podcast. You need to subscribe two places. Number one, you need to subscribe on YouTube. That gets you the video podcast we do. Typically, one out of every three pods we do is video. And so those ones, you can see what, what, what we're putting up. And then you also need to subscribe on audio, whether it's Apple or Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts, because all of our podcasts are audio. So if you just do YouTube or Rumble or some other video source, you'll only get a third of our podcasts. If you do audio, you get all of them. But that particular podcast, CNN is Hamas's Air Force. We played like a dozen stories from actual news stories. We put the video up and we walked through one at a time, one at a time, how Hamas has a strategy that they know the useful idiots in the media will be their propaganda arms. They will, they, will, they will amplify any story they can to make Israel look bad, to demonize the Israelis, to elevate the, the Hamas protesters. And so why is it? It's not an accident. It's not like, you know, it was a really busy news day. This weekend was not that busy a news day. It did feature... The Texans putting an ass-whipping on
2: Cleveland. <laughs> yes, it did. And,
3: and, and yeah. I'd be okay. If, if that led the news everywhere, I'd be all right with that. Two pick sixes consecutively was spectacular. So look, if that wanted to be the lead headline for the weekend, that would be fine, but it wasn't. The reason CNN, MSNBC, ABC, CBS, NBC didn't lead with this or even cover it on the news is because this narrative is inconvenient for what they want. This looks bad for Hamas. Yeah, violently assaulting the White House, and let's be clear, they're not violently assaulting a building. The reason they are pressing the fence, trying to tear down the fence to the White House, trying to violently tear down the fence to the White House, the reason they are yelling "F Joe Biden," they are threatening physical violence. That 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 should not be lost on anybody. These are people throwing rocks and bottles. They're they're, they're not just waving signs, and. In this instance, we also know that the White House relocated, number one, reporters, yeah, and number two, White House staff said, all right, you guys need to move because this is dangerous. Inside the White House. Let's be very clear about that. Let me ask you something. If you're one of the reporters who was relocated, you know what I'd like? The names of every reporter who was relocated. And I'd like to know, did any one of them report on it? Yeah. Like, if you're a reporter and they tell you you're at the White House, you cannot stay where you are because you are not physically safe. Last I checked, that's news. In a normal, sane world, that would be news. I promise you, if the protesters were wearing MAGA hats... It'd be news. Jake Tapper w- w- would be having a heart attack on
2: air. Yeah. This is what insurrection looks like. This is what they've learned from Donald Trump. This is a continuation of January 6th. It, the headlines and, and, write itself. And every reporter who was moved
3: knows about it. Every one of them, if you were told you're no longer safe where you are, they should report on this... But the reason they didn't, as I said, go back and watch our pod if you didn't, CNN is Hamas's air force, because this is deliberate and Hamas counts on their active assistance to undermine and attack Israel.
2: Last question on this, and it goes back to a story we talked about earlier this week, that also, you know this, Sunday is the biggest news day, right? It's where all the talking heads get together. They do the biggest week, you know, the, the weekend review shows on Sunday morning. There was a massive story, and we covered it no one else did, that there's a real concern now from the United States government that Hezbollah could carry out an attack inside the United States of America. That was also another story that was not covered as well, that I think ties to these types of stories as well, right? But you have a real concern now from within our U.S. government that Hezbollah could have people in this country already. And the
3: FBI keeps going to the White House saying this risk is real and it's growing.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And yet, the media is also not covering that narrative as well. Don't the American people deserve to see that headline they first do. and foremost? Of course and, course hey, they do. look, there is an open border. There's a byproduct of this, which is a national security issue. And now we have warnings going to the White House from the government that Hezbollah could actively be planning some sort of significant attack within the United States of America in our border.
3: Well, and and when they see that this sort of protest slash riot can start to get violent, can try to tear down fences, can throw rocks and and bottles, and nothing can happen to them. That is an invitation for terrorists to do worse. And when the media doesn't cover it, it makes it all the more likely.
2: want to tell you about our friends over at Patriot Mobile. For over 10 years, Patriot Mobile has been the only Christian conservative cell phone provider in the country, I love them. I use them. When I look down at my cell phone in the top left, it says Patriot. And that means I know every time I make a phone call, every time I send a text, and every time I pay my bill, I am actually supporting a company that stands with my values. If you are sick and tired of giving your money to people that hate your values, Big Mobile, they don't like your conservative Christian values. In fact, many of them give massive donations to Democratic candidates, causes, and Planned Parenthood. So stand with your values and vote with your dollars. Stand with a company that actually gives back. That's what Patriot Mobile does. When you pay your bill at no extra cost to you, they give a percentage of your bill every month back to conservative causes, organizations that stand for First and Second Amendment rights, as well as the rights of unborn children. I can tell you, you get the same coverage you have right now. They use the same cell phone towers. So make the switch like I did to Patriot Mobile. You can call them. You can get free activation as well with the promo code VERDICT. All you got to do is call them 972-PATRIOT. That's 972-PATRIOT, 972-PATRIOT, or PatriotMobile.com slash VERDICT. That's PatriotMobile.com slash VERDICT. Senator, I want to move to another story that this week um, was one that kind of made me laugh. Hunter Biden came to Congress He had this stunt. He went to this committee hearing where they're going to hold him in contempt. And then he walks out. We found out that there were camera crews there for his documentary. Apparently, he's trying to make money now off of this, which is pretty hilarious. And we also found out that he does, in fact, know who's buying his art. 70 to 80 percent of the people that are buying his art, apparently he knows about. The White House promised us they would all be anonymous, so they couldn't buy influence over the White House. That was a massive lie. And now we've got a new letter from his attorney saying, well, OK, we might come and testify, but you've got to give us new reasons to come testify and new requests to testify because we say the other ones were invalid. It sounds pretty insane. Walk us through it.
3: Well, listen, th- this is either a massive retreat from Hunter Biden and his legal team or, or it's a legal game or both. Um, it or may- just
2: part of a great documentary. Well, and it could be. That could be.
3: It may explain why he showed up at the hearing actually. And, and and showing up at the hearing was an odd decision because it 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 had to have made Joe Biden deeply unhappy. It had to have made the White House deeply unhappy. They didn't like the pictures of him sitting there smugly while he's in the process of being held in contempt. It it, it it's it's not a good look. If you're Joe Biden, that's not a good look. That kind of defiance, that that that, that kind of I am beyond reproach that's not a good political story for the White House. So why did he do it? Well, this letter may give a a, a key. So his his lawyer wrote a letter to James Comer and to Jim Jordan, and and he said, he says number one, he says, look, Hunter did comply with your subpoena, and here's why he says that he complied. He said, you know, you're complaining that Hunter is seeking special treatment, but uh, Hunter took you up on the offers you you gave, and he says, for example, and he has two different quotes. He has one. Uh, and these are quotes from James Comer. Quote number one, quote, we're in the downhill phase of this investigation now because we have had so many documents and we can bring these people in for depositions or committee hearings, whichever they choose, and he italicizes whichever they choose. And then a second quote, quote, Hunter Biden is more than welcome to come in front of the committee. He's invited today. We will drop everything in front of the committee is italicized. And what Hunter argues is, in fact, I'll read the the next paragraph in the letter. Obviously, accepting your unqualified invitation to choose a forum for his testimony is neither seeking special treatment nor contemptuous behavior. Nevertheless, your actions demonstrate you were not serious about getting facts of the truth and simply wanted to stage some gotcha political theater and create another legal issue for Mr. Biden. Now, that explains maybe why Hunter showed up is that his lawyers and he's got very good very experienced washington lawyers may have been trying to set this letter up and say oh look you can't hold him in contempt because he showed up he would have testified at a public hearing and you said give us a deposition or give us a hearing that's clever i think it's too clever by half but that's their argument is we we tried to comply we showed up and you didn't take him up on it that's argument number one argument number two he goes back early into the trump impeachment inquiry When there was a big dispute about whether the subpoenas were valid to various witnesses involved in the Trump impeachment before the House of Representatives had voted to open an impeachment inquiry. And and Republicans had argued, well, the House hasn't voted to open an impeachment inquiry, so these subpoenas aren't valid. And what he argues is, well, you know, your subpoenas to Hunter were issued before the House had voted to open an impeachment inquiry. Remember, Kevin McCarthy at the outset said, oh, we don't have the vote, so we're not going to vote to do that now. Subsequently, they got the votes, and so they voted to open an impeachment inquiry, and the House has voted formally to authorize an impeachment inquiry into Joe Biden. And so, But what he argues is at the time you issued the subpoenas, they were invalid because there was not a House vote. All of which leads up to the end of the the, uh, letter where he says, quote, if you issue a new proper subpoena, now that there is a duly authorized impeachment inquiry, Mr. Biden will comply for a hearing or deposition. We, meaning the lawyers, will accept such a subpoena on Mr. Biden's behalf. So what he's saying is, all right, he'll show up either for a hearing or a deposition. Here's what I think the House should do. Look, on one level, they can be annoyed. They can be pissed. These are legal games. These legal arguments are technicalities. They're playing games. Here's my very strong advice. So what? He's offering to show up. Take him up on it. Take him up on it right now. The House is back on Tuesday. Issue the subpoena on Tuesday. You are hereby subpoenaed to show up for a deposition. Make it a very short window. Make it a week. If they they issue it on Tuesday, you are hereby subpoenaed to show up next Tuesday. You have one week. to Now, look, I can understand there will be some lawyers in the House saying, we don't need a new subpoena. Our other one was fine. So what? There'll be others who say, Well, the House was getting ready to vote on a contempt hearing. For example, here's what Steve Scalise just tweeted out. Floor vote announcement with two red sirens. Next week, the House will vote to hold Hunter Biden in contempt of Congress for repeatedly defying subpoenas. Enough of his stunts. He doesn't get to play by a different set of rules. He's not above the law. That may have been one of the major predicates that they're getting ready this this week to vote on, on contempt. Here's my advice. Hold off a week. Issue the subpoenas right now.
2: And say, you got a week to show up. you got
3: a week to show up and delay the contempt vote by a week. If he shows up, don't hold him in contempt. Remember, and this is what I would urge. Listen, James Comer is my friend. Jim Jordan is my friend. Steve Scalise is my friend. These are good guys. Remember, 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 Hunter Biden is not the target.
2: It's the president of the United States of America.
3: And why is that? Because the evidence is growing every day that the president of the United States is corrupt. And so engaging in a year-long battle with Hunter Biden about whether or not subpoena number one was technically accurate, blah, 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 blah. Who cares? Yeah, move on quickly. If we do that, if the House does that, they are playing into the White House's hands. That's what they want. They want a year of legal skirmishes over issues that don't matter. He says, if you give me a subpoena, I will show up. Issue it right now. Say, we accept. Put up or shut up. And and by the way, I'd also say, fine, all right, you're really excited about doing a deposition, subpoena him for a deposition in a week and subpoena him for a hearing in three weeks. Like, we need to get the hearing moving fast. You do the deposition in a week, a hearing in three weeks, you got two weeks to study everything from the deposition. But let's be clear, it is January already. The White House's strategy is very simple. Delay this past election day.
2: Run out the clock.
3: Run out the clock. And so the House... They're great guys, but but they need to understand that, that the Democrats are fighting this like street fighters. They need to be smart and savvy and move forward. I don't know if he'll show up or not. This may be a ruse. If you issue the subpoena on Tuesday, you give him one week and he doesn't show up in one week, vote on the contempt the next day. Like, you can speed yeah. this up, but if he's offering to surrender, give him a chance to do so.
4: Go to lifeLock.com/news and save up to twenty five percent your first year. That's twenty five percent off at lifeLock.com/news. Identity theft protection starts here.
1: Hey there, it's Ryan Seacrest for Safeway. Now that spring is here, it's time to focus on self care and revitalize your personal care routine. Now through March twenty six, head in store, shop for all your favorite personal care essentials, and earn four times rewards points. Shop for items like Crest toothpaste, Secret deodorant. Old Spice deodorant, or Gillette razors. Offer expires March 26th. Restrictions apply. Promotions may vary. Visit Safeway.com for more details.
2: Let's talk politics of the White House for this for, for a moment because I don't believe that anybody in the White House that is a sane political operative would have advised Hunter Biden to show up last week in Congress the way that he did Yep. It brought a lot more I think noise to the story. It made the news cover it. It made the news do their job, which and if it was for a documentary that was incredibly stupid. I also don't know how much But is it
3: any stupider than than Smoking crack, then... Leaving
2: your laptop in some guy's yeah place, yeah.
3: Like, look, I, I've never met Hunter Biden, but, but I think it's fair to say he's not going to be granted honorary Mensa membership anytime soon. <laughs> that, 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 <laughs> I, would, I would agree. He has made a series of life choices that were suboptimal. And many of those life choices were disastrously bad for daddy. Now, to be clear, just taking that narrative on its face is not the right way to look at it, because if you just say you know, poor Joe Biden has a neer to well son. You know, unfortunately, look, that happens, and, and parents don't control the, the acts of their children any more than children control the acts of their parents. The reason this is a matter of public concern, and I want to keep underscoring it because it's easy to lose focus, it's not Hunter Biden's drug problems. It's not his own personal criminal activity. If his name were Hunter Smith, no one would care. The reason it matters is because the evidence, I think, is now overwhelming that he had a business for years, for decades, of selling favors from daddy. That is official corruption. Daddy... was the vice president of the United States. Daddy is now the president of the United States. And the evidence is growing that it's not just hunter profiting. It's the entire family. It is millions of dollars. It is shell corporations. It is money laundering that this is a family business. You know, the phrase, the the, the Biden crime family, I used to not like that. In fact, you and I on this podcast, you would use that phrase. Yeah. And I was hesitant to go down there. And I got to admit, as the evidence has piled up. If it ain't that, I don't know what it is, but it's sure, you know, if it walks like a duck and quacks like a duck, that's a duck, damn it. And, and, and so what I would encourage House Republicans is remember the focus, the reason this matters is official corruption by the president of the United States. Everything else, Hunter, at the end of the day, is a witness. He is a co-conspirator. He is a criminal. But he is also a witness to the corruption by the office holder, and that's where the focus needs well, to be. Well, and stay. that
2: brings me back to the question about the White House. We saw, I think, I don't know how much the president's honestly involved in this. I think you would probably agree with me on that. I don't know if he's picking up the phone saying, "Yeah, go show show up uh, to his son." I have I, no idea. I'm I, certain I have, he's not. I, okay, I, I so would, you think no? I don't know. I don't know because I, I, I don't know can't. how much he's even involved in in the I, real strategies here. Because nobody
3: focused on Joe Biden's political interest, and I do believe Joe Biden is very interested in Joe Biden's political interests. Would advise Hunter to do that. That that was a decision. That hurt the White House.
2: Well, then, and and that's where I go back to. How concerned do you think they are that if he testifies, he might be unhinged enough to yeah. say something stupid? Because yeah. we saw Joe Biden, the First Lady came out. We played this earlier this week in one of, in one of our episodes. Go back and listen to it. Joe Biden came out, and did a one-on-one interview, and talked about this. And talked about, you know, their her their son, and well, he's an addict, and you should feel sorry for him. And in fact, she accused Republicans, saying, "How dare you put him through this pain of having to answer these questions?" You're picking on him. Stop it!
3: How dare your husband sell influence and sell favors? Yeah. How dare your husband make make and your family make millions of dollars, not from our friends, but from corrupt oligarchs in communist China, in Russia, and Ukraine? This is this is about official corruption, and they're going to try to play the sympathy card and say it's 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 just substance abuse. No, if that were it, you should send him to rehab. It's not just substance abuse the evidence here is of official corruption. That's why it matters. And so again, I I can't underscore this more. We said this when James Comer was on the podcast. The White House wants this to be delayed with all sorts of ancillary legal battles. Was Was this subpoena valid? Was that subpoena valid? Who's on first? What's on second? Like anything other than the question what did joe biden know and what and when did he know it what did he make what was his role they want to protect joe biden and if we're fighting over other issues we're not focused on joe biden so is it fair that he can move the goalpost and say oh i don't like that subpoena but i like this subpoena no but who cares you're going to show up yes we accept and if you don't in a week we'll hold you in contempt
2: all right, real quick, though, let's talk about your finances. It's 2024, and a lot of us are trying to get our finances in order. There is some great news for homeowners. Interest rates have dropped and are now in the fives, a lot lower than what they were last year. If you've been buried in high-interest credit card debt, now is the time to break free. American Financing can help you access the cash in your home to pay off your high-interest debt. Last year, their salary-based mortgage consultants helped customers save an average of $854 a month. That's like giving yourself a $10,000 raise. What a way to start the new year off. And if you start today, you may be able to delay two mortgage payments. Call American Financing today. 888-675-49. That's 888 675 49, AmericanFinancing.net, MLS 182334, MLS, ConsumerAccess.org, APR for rates, in the five start at 6.40 for well-qualified borrowers. Call 888-675-49 for details about credit costs and terms. All right, lastly, I do have to ask you about a story, and you, you love sports as much as I love sports. I watch a lot of sports. It's my way of just, you know, disconnecting from the political world. There was one story this week that just made me so happy that ESPN got busted. The same people that are so sanctimonious about anybody that they think might be doing something wrong in sports. And they got all in on the Black Lives Matter and all the kneeling protests and stood behind people that were kneeling. So this happened this week. ESPN took awards won by imaginary people whose names they submitted on purpose. So John Doe, Jane Doe, right? People that didn't work for them, didn't even exist. They knew didn't exist. And then had these awards after they won re-engraved to give, quote, on-air personalities statues. ESPN awarded the trophies to front-facing figures to give them more clout so this was like a clear conspiracy to like raise the the you know the stature of their own on-air people. They gave these figures to college game day hosts such as Lee Corso, Kirk Herbstreit, Chris Fowler, uh Desmond Howard and Sam Ponder. This is because quote hosts were not eligible to be honored in a credit list until 2023. Now, this scheme was something that went on not for like a year or two, went on for decades. What happened? Well, until 2023, they said, we were just trying to give them what we thought was something they needed. They're now being forced to give the statues back. I got to get your reaction to it cause it's amazing.
3: Well, listen, like a lot of sports fans, ESPN pisses me off. Uh, ESPN pisses me off because they've decided in recent years that they don't actually really care about sports. They care about woke politics. And so they spend, it seems, more time lecturing us about their radical politics than actually covering sports. Like yeah. watching amazing plays, watching great catches in the end zones, watching, you know, tomahawk dunks or crushing blocks or, or you know, amazing grand slam hits. I mean, sports is, a, is fun to watch, but they've said no. No, no. We're political commentators. We're left wing. And you know what? MSNBC is not woke enough for us. We can be to the left of MSNBC. And it pisses me off because most sports fans are not hardcore Marxists. We're watching it because we enjoy it. And so ESPN, it, it is almost worth watching it on mute. I don't quite do that because you do. Le- when they cover sports, you occasionally learn some interesting things, and so you know, I that. like, you know, I like hearing the commentary of, of you know, so and so. This is, uh, for example, the the Cleveland Browns. I learned when the Texans were winning were the first team in twenty years to make the playoffs after leading the NFL in turnovers. Did you know that? I did not know that. It's it. That's kind of interesting. Yeah. Um. You know, and Flacco. Look, Flacco's a, a very good quarterback. He just has a bad habit of throwing interceptions, but he's still. He's an old dude, so I sort of like watching old dudes that are not not yet uh, put I out I like the that habit as yeah. long as he's on the other team. Okay. I love that habit. Uh, it was they weren't interceptions; they were great passes to our defenders who yes. needed needed to score. Our Our defense almost outscored the offense. I mean, that was they fourteen points from the D is pretty good. All right. Anyway, that's commentary you like to hear. That's kind of an interesting factoid. It's like, huh, I didn't know that, but. Instead, ESPN just yabbers on, and it's a corporate decision,
2: hundred percent corporate. It, it, it's I don't even. I remember. I remember when I saw the change in real life. You remember on ESPN too? They used to do a show, Cold Pizza. They would have on guests. I was a guest that did that show regularly, and I did it when there was a controversy that was quasi kind of like political in nature with with sports. And they used to have both sides. And then all of a sudden they said, "Hey, we basically ban all conservatives."
3: Yeah. And, by the way, and, I'm, and I'm, like, I'm curious. Really? To check me on this. When when Daily Wire came out with with their movie Lady Ballers, yeah. in, in which yours truly has a cameo. Yes. Now it's a sports movie. It's a sports movie. I wonder
2: if you'll get an Emmy for that. Like if they, because that's a real name, they could at least nominate, right? So the it's, fake ones, at ESPN. But, but, but my question is, did, did ESPN <laughs> cover the movie Lady
3: no. Ballers, of, of, which of, was a
2: sports movie? They should have at least it, mentioned. It. It's
3: a sports movie. It's really funny. It's like dodgeball. It's really funny. The premise of Lady Ballers, which if you haven't watched it, you ought to go go watch it because you'll laugh. It's well done. I have a tiny cameo, so my part is completely inconsequential. But the premise is a bunch of guys in their 40s who, when they were in high school, were the state champion in basketball, decide to pretend they're women and dominate women's basketball. It's really damn funny. It's amazing no one's made this movie for 20 years because it's an obvious premise. Yeah. But they do it beautifully. It's a very predictable movie that should have been made. But no one would. And by the way, most Hollywood actors won't participate in it because they'd be blackballed for daring to laugh at the idiocies. Uh, of the woke left. Well, ESPN would never acknowledge it exists. But we now know, and this story is amazing, that ESPN, in addition to being woke leftist propagandists, they are liars. They are engaged in active fraud. For decades. And understand what this lie is. It's really quite stunning. So they're submitting to an award show to win awards, and they're asked to list all of the crew. So if we give you an award... Who deserves it? And they just, for decades, put fake names there. Yeah. Now, they won a bunch of these awards, and so they'd get the award statues with a fake name. You know, you might say, that is a Mickey Mouse award. Well, it might have been a Mickey Mouse award. It might have been awarded to Mickey Mouse, because they just, they made up names of human beings that don't exist. Not even people that didn't work on the show, just totally made up names. And why did they do it? Because they wanted the little statuette. Yeah. The Emmy's a big deal. To pull the nameplate off and put somebody else's name that was their on-air talent, and their on-air talent was ineligible. And understand, ESPN is being forced to return, I think it's 32. 37. 37.
2: Yeah, so they were ordered ESPN to return a total of 37 trophies, each of which was intended for a behind-the-scenes employee who does not exist— Former ESPN reporter Shelly Smith told the New York Times that in May of 2023, executive uh, Stephanie Dooley ordered her to return her two sports Emmy statues. Dooley apparently told her that it was a serious matter and that the reason must stay between them. So it wasn't just that they got busted. There was in a cover-up to make sure that the story didn't go public after they were ordered to get back the 37 uh, uh, trophies. All
3: right, so, Ben, I'm going to go online and I'm going to see if you can order a fake Emmy. And I'm going to order a fake <laughs> Emmy with the name Mickey Mouse. Yeah. And then when it arrives, I'm going to take Mickey Mouse off and I'm going to put Ben Ferguson on. I love it. And, I'll and, get and,
2: you one. For Lady Ballers, Uh, and now just we'll just uh, make it up as we go. But I
3: want to put the Emmy up our our Emmy Award-winning podcast because you know what? We won as many Emmys as the on-air talent Talent at ESPN did. did. It they are literally fraudulent liars. And let me ask you a question: For every on-air talent who had the statue in his office, who had it on TV, how many of them have apologized? How many of them have gone on air and said, "You know what? I went on TV." With an Emmy behind me that I didn't win and it was fake and it was fraudulent and I'm sorry for lying to you. And by the way, if their claim is we didn't know, how many of them have said, I want to apologize. I didn't know, but my bosses did. And my bosses put it up because they were lying to you. They claim to be a journalistic outlet, but they are engaged in fraud and they're lying to you. As far as I can tell, there has been zero journalistic integrity. Nobody at ESPN or accountability. saying— accountability.
2: And there's a cover-up. That's the best part of the story is not only were they busted, but ESPN executives are saying, this has to stay between you and I. I need your Emmy back, and don't talk about it. Don't tell anybody. I need it back quickly. We don't want anybody in the public to find out we were doing this for decades.
3: By the way, I really want to know the names of the fake employees. Like, How good they were! Did, yeah, did they do John Doe? Did yeah. they do Mickey Mouse? Yeah. Did they do Who Flung Do? Like, 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 what, what kind of, you know, Peking Duck? Like, what, what yeah. kind of names did they go with? Um, that would be great to know. I feel confident we will never know because ESPN and their parent company will do everything they can to say. Nothing to see
2: here. This is Disney, right? Just, just, just want to throw the, that out there, right? Doesn't the, the, it? I think that's right. So, to be fair. Maybe Mickey Mouse Mickey wasn't Mouse, too far on the stretch. I, I, maybe they
3: gave the nameplate to Mickey Mouse, so that's, it was a twofer.
2: It was a twofer. You
3: know, the seven dwarves all won
2: Emmys now. <laughs> Sleepy got one. I like that. Well done. Uh, well done to ESPN. Good job trying to cover it up, and I'm so glad they got roasted. Don't forget we do this show Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Please make sure, and the algorithms have changed on Apple, you hit that 5 button. You have to check back. They've changed it. Some of you have been complaining that you're not auto-downloading the show anymore. You have to manually go in and hit that follow button or subscribe but, By, or by the way, can I,
3: can I jump in and say yeah. something you told me today, which is weird? Yes. Okay. I, I'm giving no commentary as to why, but apparently the empirical data is that women, God bless you, are much more effective about hitting subscribe over and over again, which is thank you because Apple's messing with you and you got to hit subscribe over and over again. And, and for whatever reason, women do this, but men are doofuses and don't yeah and 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 so i want to speak to men prove ben wrong ben ferguson <laughs> says you're a doofus i want we to did stand have this conversation in defense before the
2: show and i was like you're like what why is this happening the algorithm jam like look all i know is they're saying women are much more focused and supporting shows by making sure they're subscribed and men are dropping off and and they're like that's just the way it is but you know
3: what unlike ben
2: I believe in men. (laughs) I will let you throw me under the bus on that one. There it is. We'll see you back here. Don't forget Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Best of uh, the the weekend review on Saturdays. As always, pleasure being with you, and we'll see you back here in a couple of days.
1: Hey there, it's Ryan Seacrest for Safeway. Now that spring is here, it's time to focus on self-care and revitalize your personal care routine. Now through March 26, head in store, shop for all your favorite personal care essentials, and earn four times rewards points. Shop for items like Crest Toothpaste, Secret Deodorant, Old Spice Deodorant, or Gillette Razors. Offer expires March 26. Restrictions apply. Promotions may vary. Visit Safeway.com for more details
0: introducing the lisa chill collection your answer to hot nights these mattresses beat the heat with ultra cool covers whisking away heat for the perfect sleep temperature save up to four hundred and sixty dollars on chill mattresses and get two free pillows when you shop now iheart listeners can save an extra fifty dollars off by visiting lisa.com forward slash iheart that's l-e-e-s-a.com slash iheart exclusions apply see lisa.com for more details